Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, John Wayne, this guy. Here I am back in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, where I reside here in my neon palace of sin, coming back to have another show with you guys this week. Thank you so much for joining me. I uh, I appreciate all the support. Thank you for coming back to the show. Oh my goodness. What a time. What a time it's been uh, getting acclimated, living here in Las Vegas, loving it and loving you, all of you, for uh, for joining the show and, and checking it out. A couple more weeks left till I hit the road here, and it is, uh, it's getting close, and I'm getting excited. I'm getting excited uh, about it because uh, it's going to be a full year. I'm booking more and more dates every week. Uh, that calendar, that dance card's filling up quick. So if you want to come and do si with your partner, JW here, uh, you better get on the stick and check out my dates over at johnwayneisdead.com on the show's page. Uh, I've already talked to several people who I'm going to see out on the road already this year, and I'm super stoked to see everyone, all of my friends, all the people I've met, uh, new readers, new friends that I'm going to make. I'm I'm just over the the, the moon about it and back again. So like I said, it's been a, it's been a great week. First of all, major shouts out to all of my Patreon homies, all of my Patreon supporters. You guys are the lifeblood keeping me going, helping me through this whole transition uh, to a new place to live and keeping my wits about me, being able to, you know, pay my bills and that kind of thing. So uh, the support is so much appreciated. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart, my Patreon uh, supporters. If you'd like to check out my Patreon and, and uh, throw a couple extra bucks your old Uncle Johnny's way, uh, go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead and check that out. You can Join one of the tiers. I've got several things available. You'll get shit right away. You'll get shit every month. And every week, you will get access to the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast, which comes out every Wednesday on my Patreon page. Now, this is the podcast in which I speak to uh, artists of all kinds, all disciplines, musicians, writers, uh, singers, models, actors, comedians, everybody, so much, uh, so many people. It's awesome. We're up to, uh, man, I think I was like, what show? Almost show 90, I think. So there's like 90 some shows uh, in uh, in this uh, already. You get access to all the back episodes as well. So there's tons of uh, tons of content. And, uh, you know, you can get it all for any of the tiers that you join. Even if you join the $1 a month beer club, uh, that gets you access to the podcast and everything on the on the wall. I put new songs that I'm working on up there, videos, cool things like that. So you get you kind of get a little bit of an inside glimpse, more of an inside glimpse into me than I put out there already. So uh, please check that out. Patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Thank you guys. And thank you to all of you out there who are already uh, on there. And, uh, you know, hey, spread the word. Also, thank you to everyone so much who's uh, purchased a copy of The Cadillac Man, my new novel from Death's Head Press. So uh, my my quarantine uh, opus, if you will, the longest, uh, my longest published work and clocks in like 418 pages. Uh, it's told in three different parts. It is uh, one I'm proud of, and I, I hope you enjoy it. It's out there, but there are still some uh, signed copies left that you can get from the website. There's a few left before it gets cut off and everything goes back into the inventory uh, for my for my uh, cons and being on the road. So if you want to get one, snatch one up now. Go to johnwinisdead.com. Go to the shop page. Click on that that Cadillac man right at the top. Also, I'm I you know 
moving on up, I got a little handy-dandy window that pops up. As soon as you go to my site that says, do you want to buy a Cadillac Man signed? Click here, Sonny or Madam or whoever, and you can get one. So just go to johnwayneisdead.com, go to the shop page. You can get the Cadillac Man. Some signed copies are still available. Plus, there are all of my other books available there, T-shirts, stickers, all that kind of good stuff, records. It is awesome. So check that out at johnwayneisdead.com. Thanks, guys. So moving right along this week, uh, it's been, um, you know, been a good week. I can't say that, you know, anything uh, out of the ordinary or anything super crazy has happened uh, so far. You know, that's that was one thing. You know, I was talking to my therapist the other day and uh, I, I mentioned to her, she's like asking me, how, how's everything going? Are you getting into the, the groove? Are you, you know, all that all that kind of stuff, checking in, you know, whatnot. And I and I told her, yeah, you know, this is what I've been doing. She's like, well, what have you guys, have you guys been partying a lot? Have you Are you getting high more? Like she always seems to be concerned with how high I'm getting all the time when I'm like, no, not any higher than I usually get, ma'am. <laughs> no, uh, we joke about that. But no, I, that's one thing I'm not definitely with all the, you know, legal marijuana and be able to go right down the street to get weed. I'm not smoking any more weed than I already did uh, when I didn't have it legalized. So that's, uh, that's something. But she, she, she was like, uh, asked me if we'd been going out and partying. And I was like, no, not really. You know, I think we've gone out twice since I've been here. Maybe I would say two and a half times. Cause you know, one of those times, you know, it was a earlier turn it, you know, coming, going out earlier, coming back earlier, whatever. And she was like, really only that, that you haven't, you've only gone out two times. And I was like, yeah, I mean about two and a half weeks or whatever. I mean, you know, and she's like, I just find that I, I thought you'd be out doing a whole lot every night doing something. I'm like, well, here's the thing. I know everyone out there is waiting, just waiting with bated breath to hear how I fucked up. I know. I know there's people listening to this podcast right now who are waiting for me to get on and say like, oh, God, guys, I came out here. I fucked off. Uh, lost all my money. Blah, blah, blah. I have no uh, my career isn't. The t-. No, see, that shit ain't going to happen, guys. I'm a professional. I know that there's a, a perception or maybe, you know, when I put it out there, all the fun stuff I do, but my ass is working hard all the time. And that's what I told her. I was like, look, people are waiting for me to trip up. People are waiting for me to stumble. The, the I told you so is just waiting to jump off of the tip of so many people's tongues right now. But what they don't realize is that that's not what I'm about. I, I'm I'm a party guy. Yes, I love to party, but I've but my shit is way too important to me and I've worked way too hard to to piss it all off away like with partying or whatever, you know? And that that's uh, you know, that's something that also is like, man, that that's what people are really thinking, huh? Okay. Well, I'm going to show you. I mean, I just keep consistently showing uh you know, I don't have to tell, show, do. I just do, and you can judge based on that. So, um, yeah, she was surprised I wasn't super partying or anything like that. But hey, what the fuck, man? I'm a professional. You know, I can go out and have a couple beers, come home, bang out 1,200 words, go to sleep, whatever it is, whatever my fucking goals are for the day. I am still all on it and uh, staying on top of my stuff, man. And I gotta say, um, <clears throat> you know, it's uh, everything's going smooth, man. I'm falling into a really good routine. Uh, here, you know, we're getting still now the update on the pod, the pod will be here, um, this week as you're listening to this episode, uh, at the end of the week, we're going to have it dropped off here. We're going to be moving and shaking, putting stuff, getting my stuff back in here. I'll have even more of my, uh, office, uh, stuff to build up and, and complete the, uh, ensemble, if you will, I'll be able to get my, uh, soundproofing and stuff together, rebuild that part of the studio so that I can get back to doing some, uh, 
<coughs> excuse me, voiceover narration work. Um, so all of that, it's all coming together. But yes, I am working extremely hard and I'm still, I'm still a having a fun. Um, shouts out to my man, uh, Charles Chadwick, dude. Charles uh, surprised my ass this weekend, kind of came in uh, like an angel from the heavens and just said, hey, I'm at the airport, let's party. And I said, yes, sir. He took a lift over here. And uh, we partied over a couple of days. You know, we hung out. He did some gambling. He'd come back and hang out with us. We hung out yesterday with some folks. Well, I was watching football and doing some art that I was working on for a, a, a piece. And uh, it was cool hanging out with them and, and all that. And uh, seeing a, a good buddy of mine. And, you know, we're going to hear a little bit more from him later uh, when we talk about the Awesome Dude for Life Boner bonus podcast uh, a little bit later on in the show. But it was great to see him, man. Shouts out to you, Charles, when you're listening to this, dude. You're a bad motherfucker. Thanks for swooping in to see me. Um, so, yeah, that, that's been cool this week. Otherwise, it's still just like, hey, let's get this work done. Let's do this thing. I, uh, I got back. You know, I joined a, another gym here. You know, and I like it way fucking better than my old gym. Let me tell you, I was working out at this Anytime Fitness in when I, you know, back in Houston in my neighborhood, and it was fine. It was just small. That was the only complaint I really had about it. You know, it's 24 hours access. It's never closed. You know, you can go in there, and it's, rel- you know, it's relatively nice-ish equipment. You know, they, they kind of updated stuff towards, you know, the last few months I was there. They seemed to be getting new stuff in there, but the space is so goddamn small. Like, it was just so small that it was almost uncomfortable sometimes. You know, you get a few people in there and it's like you're fucking stepping on each other to get to machines or you're, you know, waiting and there's only, you know, there's they only had five treadmills, I think, total and like two step machines and some, you know, it's just because room, there wasn't enough room. But here I, I joined this like, and this is not branded content or not, but I did join a Planet Fitness, which is right down the street from where I live now, fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, downtown. And it's significantly cheaper a month, which I was like, hell yeah. And it's awesome. This gym is huge. Like, it's big, but it's not super big. Uh, there's definitely enough gear for everyone to be fucking doing their shit. I have, I've been in there. I've been going for like, what, two and a half weeks or something now since I've been here. And it's never been like super crowded where I felt like, oh, God, oh, I can't. I don't want to be by anybody. It's And it's uh, super clean. There's clean shit. Every, people are cleaning constantly while you're in there. So I have to say I feel a lot better. I feel really good about just going there in general, but it's good. It's a good gym and I'm feeling like, you know, I'm even hitting the workouts a little bit harder when I'm in there because I'm a little I'm inspired to uh, based on my surroundings, you know, so it's cool. So like I said, dude, I am popping out here. I'm just getting into the flow. Oh, I almost forgot to tell you guys, I am drinking a big uh, skull head cup of coffee. It's in my hollowed out skull mug here. Very hot and pipey. Uh, also, I am smoking. Uh, some of my marijuana. Uh, I got this from Inyo uh, Dispensary, which I, I do go to that one quite a bit. And this one is called Sour Tricks that I got put out by a company called Suma. And uh, it's uh, it's not bad. 23% uh, THC. And um, it's been treating me good. I'm just hitting the end of this one, though. So I'm going to have to go get some more later today or tomorrow morning. Maybe we'll see. Probably today. But I did get some Tommy Chong joints. Uh, that I smoked. I smoked one yesterday while I was doing a Vital Social Issues podcast. And it was good, man. Tommy Chong, hey, it ain't an act, buds. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> buds, it's not an act. He knows what he's doing. That's some good weed, so. Hell yeah. All right, so anyway, moving right along. Yeah, it's been a great week. I've been doing some... <coughs> oh, man. 
<coughs> catching up on some drawings. I've got some good. <coughs> Man, Suma, you did me right. I got some good shit coming up. Uh, new, including new metal bookmarks. Uh, I know a lot of you out there have collected the sets that I've been doing. I've done three designs, and if you know or like don't know, I I put out these metal bookmarks. They're iridescent, kind of like the exactly like the iridescent tarot card set I put out with the four cards. But it's a bookmark size, and I put out a hundred of each design. They're numbered and signed, and um, yeah, I'm I'm finishing a new one today and sending it to Chatty Daddy, my man, who will be uh, making them for me and getting them to me out in Atlanta. So, if you're planning on seeing me in Atlanta, you could uh, be one of the first to get um, the new bookmark design because they will be there. So, uh, working on that, doing a lot of lot of cool cool things with that. So, um, yeah, but everything else is going great. So I think without further ado, we'll just move right on into our authority card tarot reading of the day. Um, as you know, or do not know, I do a three card tarot reading on myself before every show. I write down what I'm thinking about or just kind of meditate on what's going on, things on my mind, and just kind of look at the those through the prism of the cards, get a different perspective, maybe some affirmation or reaffirming, whatever it is. It's, it's a fun thought exercise and I enjoy it. So this week, uh, what's been going on my mind is just, you know, um, balance, yes, but it's like a settling, I guess, like getting, you know, let everything settle in, get ever let, you know, relax some aspects of, you know, the, the stress of moving and, and, and situational life stuff and just kind of one by one, let those things kind of <sighs> slip away and relax as, you know, time moves on and things are, 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 Going on, so that's kind of been on my mind, and just keeping that good, positive attitude, and making smart decisions. Like I said, I am adding more dates to my travel uh, every week, and I am, uh, you know, looking at the dates I go to this year with a little bit more uh, discerning eye, and taking my time and choosing which ones I'm going to be at. So uh, a lot of decision making right there, and just looking at certain aspects, pros, cons, that kind of stuff. And I really just want to make sure I'm staying on the stick with that, keeping my mind straight uh, when it comes to that kind of thing. So anyway, first card we get is the King of Swords. And that is reversed, my friends. So swords, okay, we know swords, that's our intellect, um, <clears throat> our thoughts, you know, uh, our thought processes, if you will. And, you know, king, that's a, always going to be a card of a leader, of power, uh, you know, of some kind of authority figure, right? So that being said, so when the king of swords is reversed, um, it's saying, you know, you're, you're kind of like, you're calling a lot of shots and you're working a lot of things from the inside quietly. You're not necessarily the most, you know, you don't go in and just you'd be the loudest person in the room. You're not going in somewhere and just yelling out commands and like do this and orders or anything like that. You're connected. You know what's going on. You're, you're, you're unwavering in your belief and in your way that you're doing this. And you, you're connected to, to the driving force behind why you're doing this. And no one's going to draw you uh, off right now. You, you know, you don't have to be up there yelling about this or, or posting about all this, what you're doing. You're doing it right now quietly. You're ca calling the shots from behind the scenes. You're moving everything where it needs to go and you're not letting yourself be pulled off course. And part of, you know, part of that not of, of being quiet about it is, you know, you're not even giving people a chance to 
me come in. You way you do this, do this, do it this way. You're not even letting that happen. You're keeping it to yourself. You're drawing that energy in, and you're kind of operating uh, a little bit quieter than you than you would be maybe normally. So, so that's kind of where you know this card uh, could be coming from with you. Uh, and another way, it, it you have to be careful with this as well because you know you can be behind the scenes. You can be like, oh, oh yeah, I'm connected. I'm, I know exactly what I'm doing. No one's gonna say shit to me. No one's gonna say shit to me. It, it's easy to let. Stuff like that go to your head, right? When we talk about ego, artists, we all have egos. We have to have a little bit of an ego, but it's always great to keep it in check. Uh, we don't want our ego to be what is running our life or, or calling the shots. So we have to be careful because in these situations, you're, you know, you're in your mind, you're, you're feeling like you're strong in this, you're, you're not, you know, uh, you're not, you, you know, you're not, you're just fucking so in the zone sometimes with this stuff that it is easy to kind of get away from you with ego so you just this is just like keep keep a look on that keep your eye on that um and and be aware that you're not kind of doing anything where with what you're doing you're making other people feel beneath you or low or you know you're talking down to people or making them feel stupid while you're doing this because again like our ego can just get it can get away from you so so quick so it's just something that you know keep in check um you know, uh, on <clears throat> on the other side of this, I, I just do want to mention this part of the card because everyone knows this guy, the know-nothing know-it-all, who comes in and uh, who's talking to you about anything you say. They they know about it. They've done it. They have a better story about it. And they like to use, you know, big words, sound like they're smart, whatever it is. Um, this could be you or it could be someone in your life, but you need to mitigate that, you know, uh, just be wary if it's a person in your life they're not going to they're not helping you okay like that's what you have to realize like that's this is a person who's helping you they may actually be harming you and if you're the one doing this think about it when you're in a conversation with people are you just waiting for your turn to to talk so you can tell your story about what they just said and how you did it differently and better or to tell to tell them that they're wrong or you know, you got to kind of think about that while you're in there. Just check yourself. Again, this is about, you know, in these moments, are we checking ourselves? Are we keeping ourselves on course? Um, so while we're like behind the scenes, calling the shots and feeling good about it and kind of keeping things close to the vest, you know, even then our kind of ego can go a little bit crazy. So we have to keep an eye on that. Now, moving to the next card, we get <clears throat> the Hermit. Hermit's a great card. Again, this is about, you know, this dovetails right in. This is about like, you know, drawing inward, go kind of like pulling yourself out of the public for a little while, d d just, uh, you know, drawing yourself inward, just taking some time to yourself, whether it be a day, a weekend, a week, two weeks, vacation, whatever it is, whether it's an hour, maybe five minutes, whatever it is, it's different for everybody. We, you know, it's, this is saying, you know, let's take time to go within ourselves make sure that we are connected to our intuition that's flowing. Talk about that flow all the time. So it's like check in with that. And if it's not flowing as well, we need to get that back on track. And we need to make sure that we are staying connected with what we're truly trying to do, what our real values are, um, our our, what our motivations should be for what we're doing. And are we still being genuine? Is this our authentic self that we're putting out there? And 
<clears throat> all of these things are what it's saying, like, hey, step back and use this time alone to, to look at these things. And maybe, like, you know, tinker a little bit with the way the path is going or if you even should be on this path anymore. So, you know, take this time to yourself, you know, in, in seclusion or, you know, whatever you want to call it, um, to, to, to really look at these things. Um, but, you know, and when you reconnect, and this is one thing I like about the card is the, you know, the hermits, he's holding a, he's holding a lantern with a star in it, and it's just showing a, a little bit of light. And it's when you take this time and you reconnect to where you're really doing and what you're really going, uh, where you're really trying to go, you know, this may give you a new perspective and show you like, hey, this is actually the way you need to go. Because that that lantern is like kind of lighting the way, right? Um, but it's not a big light. So it's maybe you can see one or two steps ahead of you, you can at least see the next step. And that's like, kind of recalibrating the start, okay, this is where I need to restart from. But I'm going to take it slowly, step by step, you know, and from there, you know, you just go one step at a time until you you know, hit that stride, and then you're not doing the hermit thing anymore. One thing about the hermit card to make sure that, you know, you, you're very aware of is, you know, while this kind of, uh, you know, uh, alone time is necessary for you, it's important that especially if you're, you're thinking of doing like a longer term, several days or a week at whatever it is, to communicate with the people uh, around you with your, you know, friends, family, whatever, so that they know what this is all about. You don't want this to be a misinterpreted thing where you, they think you're shutting them out or you have a problem with people because you're not interacting with them anymore. Just, we just need to communicate. Even if you shoot a quick like text, hey guys, be out of pocket this weekend. Um, if you're trying to contact me, I won't be available because I'm whatever. You could say take a, taking a retreat, just something, just communication is important. You don't want to leave your friends out in the cold. You don't want them to be worried about you or or angry uh, unnecessarily, right? So we owe that, owe that to them while we're taking care of ourselves with this. So last card we get, four of pentacles, and this is upright. So the upright positions. Pentacles, we know, this is our wealth. This is our materialism. This is um, that kind of, uh, all of that in, in our life. So <clears throat> the four pentacles, this guy is sitting there. Uh, the person is sitting there and he's like got a, a pentacle on his head. He's hugging a pentacle to his chest and stepping on two pentacles with his feet, like holding them together. And, you know, this is basically saying, you know, it's taking, it's telling you to like, this is another, hey, check yourself. Are you like just fucking clinging to your, your wealth? Like every money you get, you're just like, you know, holding it like it's going to be ripped from your fucking hands as soon as they give it to you. Uh, it, it basically... It, what that is saying is like this is asking us to take a look at our relationship with our money, right? We've talked about this before. Um, are we are we being respectful to how you know to the to our wealth that, that we've accumulated? Um, our money are we are we you know respecting it in the sense that we are recognizing what it took for us to get that money based uh, and then versus you know what we're using it on and making sure we're always keeping that in perspective. You know, when you really start to think about like, man, I have to sell X amount of books to pay the electricity bill. And then, but I really want this thing too. That's for, but, but I'm going to have to spend this. But you, have to, you start thinking about that, right? So just respect the way that we make uh, our money and, with, and also in re regards to the way we spend it. So this is kind of like just saying, hey, check, let's just check this, all right? Um, 
you know, you are like it's saying you are we're we're attentive right now to long term financial security. Maybe that's why we're so like I, I want to keep it. I want to save it right now, right? We're we're just like hyper aware of that that we want to you know long term have money. We're maybe afraid it's not going to be there all the time or it might go away. Uh, you know, we we just have to basically with that be smart. You know how we you know if we're going to invest our money or save it. You know you can't really predict what's going to happen, you know, or think that like, you know, you just can't, you can't live your life like that. And the card kind of alludes to that as well, where it's like saying, don't, you know, you don't want to be someone who is so, so caught up in creating wealth and holding onto it that they don't enjoy anything in life. Like the things that, you know, you get this money to do, you know, to be able to travel or have this thing that you like or whatever it is, you're not even allowing yourself that because you're so afraid uh, of of losing wealth or money. So it's just uh, that and that's the that's a horrible way to live your life. You know, we need to enjoy our lives. You need to, you know, be smart about things, of course, but money works best when we're spending it, right? I mean, everybody wins. So we just need to take a look at our relationship with our money is what this is saying. Be respectful of it and how we're creating it versus how we're spending it. And also don't be like, we don't want to be fraught with uh, this kind of fear of, of something that we cannot control in the future. You know, you can't, you don't know what the, it's going to happen with your money and you're just so like, ah, someone's going to come and take it or blah, 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 inflation and whatever. You know, we, we can't, when you live like that in fear from day to day, I don't even know what the point is, honestly. So anyway, so that, so we get, you know, we got our reading there. King of Swords reversed. We're talking about calling scenes, calling it from the behind the scenes, not letting our shit be, you know, influenced by anybody. We're unwavering, connecting to why we're doing this, but keeping our ego under under control with that, not letting, not letting that power get out of our, our hands. Then, you know, with the hermit right there taking that, you know, we're already behind the scenes doing stuff. Now withdrawing a little bit more to make sure while we're back there, we got that flow of energy. We have the flow of our intuition. We're paying attention to that. And we're lighting the path one step at a time uh, to make sure we're on the right path. Just keeping ourselves checking that and then into the four of pentacles with, you know, now that we, we've, we're doing the operation, we've taken some time to reflect with the hermit. Now in the four of pentacles, shit's happening. We're making some money off of this and we need to be mindful of of uh you know it coming in and going out and what that means to us and how we are going to manage it successfully so that is our reading uh for today i uh i got a lot out of that i hope you did you did as well i enjoy that so thank you so much uh for that so moving right along uh, I mentioned earlier that uh, the Awesome Dude for Life Boner bonus podcast and my buddy Charles Chadwick. Now, if you're a listener to the show, you know that I've uh, uh, oftentimes will give a little teaser for the episode coming up this week on the Patreon, and that is uh, what I'm going to do right now. So, um, like I said, if you uh, want to check out my Awesome Dude for Life Boner bonus podcast, podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead and sign up for any of the tiers. And uh, you can check out all the episodes, including uh, this one that we're going to hear a little bit of right now. This is uh, me and uh, my buddy, Charles Chadwick from Portland. Here we go. But uh, yeah, man. So you, uh, you know, like I said, we met in the Bizarro scene and, and you mm-hmm. know, we've been just hanging out ever since and and, and talking uh, good conversations and stuff. And we were just saying earlier 
that uh, you went to the um, the mini Bizarro Con this year that happened in yeah. November, right? T- tell me yeah. about that because I I didn't get uh, I was booked elsewhere and could not go. Okay, uh, yeah, it was a, a small thing. It was like forty some odd people, mostly the you know the Wonderland Awards went for two nights. Um, it was great to see a lot of people again. You know, of course, Rose and Carlton were there, and, and I'd seen them prior. I like ran into them at a bar out here, uh, I think over the summer, but, um, yeah, everyone was out there, you know, the, the usual suspects and, uh, danger and, and Constance and Michael and Sada and, and all those great people. And, uh, yeah, you know, unfortunately my memory of it is, uh, is about as strong as my memory of Vegas. So, uh, a lot of booze and, you know, good time uh, to be had. Yeah. It was, it was really good times. Did you Finally, stay in the uh, uh, hostel? Again? No, I, I I got a room. Ooh, grown up! I know. Oh, you, you well, you usually get a room, don't you? Yeah, you I stayed in that hostel that that first year. I uh, love that hostel. It's the best. Uh, and yeah, the movie love- hostel, great, great too. <laughs> I haven't seen it. No, it was uh, a lot of fun. Like I say, you know, there was. Uh, I think they did the uh, ultimate. We did do the ultimate Bizarro showdown. I can't remember for the life of me who won or what was going on. I just remember Cody Goodfellow doing something that was pretty funny. He wrote a really great story and did, you know, all that shit. And you know how Cody is. He's he's amazing. Uh, <laughs> I love I love that like uh, take on it. Yeah, I know we did it. Uh, I really <laughs> don't remember. I don't remember who won or or really what anybody did. Uh, Cody yeah. was there. Pretty cool. <laughs> like. Five stars. Yeah. yeah. Hung out so, with Zay, Zay Burns a lot. And that was, it was oh, great. cool. How's he doing? I like that. Dude. Doing good. Yeah. Good. Um, and uh, yeah, so it was great. And then I'm hoping that maybe, you know, this year we can do a full on one. I don't know. It was just, it was such a wonderful thing after so long of being able to be around so many people. And mm. yeah. So that's so it. When, so it was just like, like a Saturday, Sunday or a Friday, Saturday, or uh, I think we did. Thursday night and Friday night. Oh, okay, so we didn't okay. do Saturday night like we gotcha, normally gotcha. would have. But yeah, uh, that's cool. I was in Chicago that weekend. Not really. Was that uh, another Days of the Dead? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes, sir. So yeah, that, yeah, if they if they do in this year, I hope they announce it quick. Uh, yeah. Soon, you know, because that's the thing with like <clears throat> you know things getting rescheduled or a lot of these things get scheduled so far out that it's like boom, 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 just, just slots start filling up um yeah unfortunately, uh, i don't know you know with with all the variants going on like i literally live like four or five blocks away from rose's office so i could go like just pound on her door and, and start screaming at her but uh i don't, I don't want to hey, do that you. <laughs> <laughs> hey pink haired lady let's go come on Leave them make, kids make, alone make with the con. yeah <laughs> make with the con lady <laughs> con lady <laughs> um Oh yeah, I mean, I, I really hope they do it again. I finally went in the soaking pool for the first time, and I'm like, why have I been sleeping on this? It was just like yeah. I floated in there, and, and it was talking to Skip, and it was great, and like, just God, it was yeah, it was so good. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, okay, so like my first year at Bizarro Con, I didn't, I didn't even really know what was going on. I didn't prepare to go to a soaking pool or, or anything, so mm-hmm. I, I didn't, I didn't use it. Second year I went, I was like, yeah, I'm going to bring like my fucking swim trunks or whatever and, and get in and do do it, which I did. And it was also snowing oh, um, God. that year. <clears throat> so I, I like put my shit like out on the on the side, like I'd like just slip on vans and a towel, and my T-shirt, you know, and we got, went out there like real fast and shit. But then it started mm-hmm. snowing while we were in the the, the mm-hmm. soak and all my shit got soaking wet. 
and oh, I didn't have man. like another pair of shoes. Like that was just my yeah. shoes. So I, and then, and then like, you know how they lock that side door at a certain time. Yeah. We have to go mm-hmm. all the way around. I, yeah. I did that and I was freezing and wet and my, and my, my shoes were all fucked. So I was like, I don't know if I need to soak anymore after that. <laughs> um, I think I did soak one other time, but that's it. Otherwise I'm like, you know what? I don't need to mess with that. Keep yeah. my clothes on here unless I'm, you know, you know, you know, showering or engaging in carnal mm. acts. Uh, otherwise, you know, I don't want my shit to get snowed on or wet unless it's yeah. for a good reason. You well, know? the one thing about Edgefield too, outside of that, but also the showers <laughs> is I realized, and I, I just, cause I, the first year I didn't, uh, didn't even think about it, but I'm like, you need to bring flip flops. It's like, you know, when I was being in the military, all these shared showers, you had to have fucking flip flops on. Cause you don't know what other people got on their fucking feet. And yeah, uh, yeah, so I think next time I'm going to definitely do that so I don't have to wear my shoes. Yeah, yeah like a water socks or flip-flops or some shit. But was yeah. it cold, though? Was, like, the temperature outside cold? It wasn't too bad. It was raining, but it was chilly because, like, the first night I was there, I got there 15 minutes before they closed, and then they closed, and I had to go back around, like you were saying, all the way to the front. Time and for chilly, like, you think? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Check it out. Um just mad because your hat doesn't have a clock in it. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it, it was still, you know, like I say, it was just a such a nice experience being there with so many people. I'm like, God, I've missed this so much. The smell of the ad house and the fire mm-hmm. burning and, you know, just expensive drinks at the bar, even though you bring your own, you know, shit like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Was the, was the Edgefield like a, well populated like was it pretty busy with other shit like or was it kind of chill medium it was medium you know there were definitely other people there and um but it wasn't just like super slammed or anything that nature yeah yeah dude some of those years it has been slammed like a couple of those years all those weddings like will be Mm. there at once and it's just nuts um but i don't i mean i don't give a fuck they don't bother us we don't bother them yeah uh that i know of I remember Rose saying one year, she's like, you got to be on the lookout for people who aren't part of the con. who like try to come in and drink our beer because I guess one year there was like six people who were all just standing around uh, Cameron and Jason's kegs and helping themselves. And eventually someone got hip to the fact they weren't supposed to be there and kicked them out. But I wonder yeah. if I was there that year. That sounds yeah. like a, either I, I heard that story or uh, I don't know. I, yeah, that, that shit happens. That's bullshit, though. But, yeah. you know, also good on them. <clears throat> either way i see it both sides like if i was just like a kid hanging out maybe i'd be like God, yeah there's a party going on maybe i can just kind of like slip in here and yeah. see what's up you know see what time it is and they go, did yeah. you know go, get all wedding crashers on it you know i mean uh, pass the time they pass the time yeah. but uh, uh yeah so what other uh, what cons do you have coming up like anything super interesting that you're excited about um yeah i mean i've got I mean, I'm excited, you know, just to be traveling in general, but I did pare down my my schedule this year as far as like some of the markets I'm not going to go to again, like certain things that just like didn't hit for me or, you know, was a weird vibe. I'm just like, those are next and I'm all like kind of trying to do all bangers, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I start with um, actually in February, like the. 16th through 18th whatever that weekend is uh i'll be in charlotte at mad monster mm-hmm. um which is a cool um and then i go from there to atlanta for days of the dead which is cool um i'm excited to do uh 
to do New Jersey again. I'm mm-hmm. doing that one. Um, and, oh, Phoenix Fan Fusion, which has been like canceled and pushed back like 14,000 times. Mm. So by at this point, I'm just excited to just like, well, I want to see what this is all about. Yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, but also Mad Monster in Phoenix. I, I dug that one a whole lot, too. So I'm excited for that. I don't know, I'm excited for all, all of my dates so far. Yeah. Um, it's uh, That's cool. It's going to be good. And plus out here in Vegas, I'm going to be doing like a lot of local stuff like uh, markets like First Friday and some other mm-hmm. art markets that they have here. And I'm close to L.A., so I'll probably try to shoot out there and do some stuff uh, as well. Um, yeah. Hit up Chandler and see what's happening. Yeah. yeah. You could uh, you could also be one of those people who stands on the, the street performer things in, on Fremont Street and just like hawking your books and shit. You don't even have to pay anything for that. Oh, no, just ever- like uh, busk my shit. Yeah, you know, they got all those circles running up and down Fremont where people like either sell shit or beg for change or dance and you could do all three, you know, so I guess if it comes to that, you know, mm-hmm. I always have, uh, you well, I always have those meat lovers pizzas in the trunk and by that, I mean my ass <laughs> by that, I mean, shake it. Yeah, there uh, you go. Yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, yeah. Yeah, no, it, it's always good. No, that's always a good thing to have up your hand, uh, your sleeve to be able to busk, especially if you're on the road and mm-hmm. you're in somewhere like New Orleans where it lends itself to just like stand on the corner or any sidewalk and start playing your guitar and someone will throw something at you, yeah. you know, beads or change or a, you know, a yard glass of wine. Uh, either way, it's kind of a win win. But um, yeah, it's a good thing to have. Plus, you know, I, I like to plug in uh, all the, three things I'm good at everywhere Mm. just to, just to try to, um, stay busy and, uh, stay afloat out there. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll come down. Would you ask me when we come dance at your birthday party? Yeah, I sure will. (laughs) You got it, man. Hey there, how old are you? Would you like to hear a birthday song? Hell no. (laughs) The birthday boy or girl. So Uh, yeah, I hope we get a bizarro con then that I can go to this next time. Um, that would be cool uh but you know we'll see Um, chandler which you were earlier i was supposed to go to miami book fair back in the week before thanksgiving uh chandler was going to be out there autumn was going to be out there christoph and laser were going to be out there a whole grip of people and then it just like one by one people just kind of slowly started falling off so that was that was kind of a bummer because i've never been to miami miami florida yeah um wow i don't know if there is any other miamis but uh yeah uh, I, I don't know you know maybe you're talking about miami illinois or some shit like there probably you know. is miami illinois <clears throat> there is a not. hollywood there's a hollywood florida yeah that's true there's a portland texas too and a portland maine and a portland somewhere else so yeah but there's only one las vegas it's true yeah <clears throat> um yeah i missed christoph and laser when they came up here uh, they were up here about two weeks prior to Thanksgiving, and um, they did the Portland Book Fair or something of that nature. I just wasn't feeling well that weekend, but yeah, shout out to them, and hopefully their baby shows up any day now. Yeah, I, I actually uh, got to see them at Scares uh, this past year, nice. so um, <clears throat> that was cool. So we and we actually did a podcast and shit together. Um, so it was very fun and uh, good to catch up with those guys, uh, those guys. And yeah, that was like, I just heard that, uh, Lisa was pregnant then. So she hasn't popped out that kid yet. It hasn't been nine months. Well, she's due any day now. And she posted something on Twitter. She was like, 
I feel like someone just dosed me up with LSD, so maybe the baby's on the way. I'm like, well, it's an interesting. <laughs> or way maybe to this <laughs> LSD is. Oh no, <laughs> the walls are melting again. Uh, yeah. Oh, anyway. this time I've been smoking harmless tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, that was me and my buddy Charles. Check him out. He's got some stuff he's working on this uh, coming out for this year. Excited to to see that so uh check him out my man and check out the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast every week when you join my patreon patreon.com slash john wayne is dead even for one dollar a month you get access to that podcast and every back episode that's on there so check it out patreon.com slash john wayne is dead now on to our story portion of the show so if you are listening to this on the day it comes out this episode monday january 24th it is my birthday baby birthday baby so i sat here and was like well i need to tell some kind of a birthday story right and i know i've told in the past like the 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 cowboy story the cowboy birthday party i had and and stuff like that and i was trying to think and uh but nothing happened and then i said oh I got a great story, and I might have talked about this on the podcast when it happened. I can't even remember, but I don't know if I've actually told the whole story about it. Either way, it doesn't matter. I'm going to talk about this now. Um, this this story is, uh, you know, uh, we'll call this one, hmm, uh, Your Super Sweet 16. Damn. So... Like I said, it's my birthday today, if you're listening to it, and um, <clears throat> I've had, you know, I've had some birthday parties in the past that have been, you know, you, you get you get ones that are, like, cool, and, you know, there's dips and valleys. Some people are like, you know, fuck this, I don't, I don't celebrate birthdays, I don't do my birthday parties or anything, or some people are like, I, you know, you only get to celebrate your birthday on milestones and uh, things like that, and I'm just kind of, like, been always in between. You know, there was a time even... Like years ago, it was it had nothing to do with even getting older. I was just like my birthday would come along, and I'd be like, eh, I don't want, not, I don't even tell anybody it's my birthday. I don't need anything. No, fuck it, nothing. And <clears throat> and the reason that that was, I mean, this is still kind of in my weird mindset where I'm like, I didn't do anything to deserve a party. I just was born. Let me like achieve something, and then you can celebrate. Let then let's celebrate. That's just what my my mind is fucked up like that sometimes. But it's part of my work ethic, so. Uh, you know, so I've had some birthday parties, you know, of course, my 21st, I told that story, you know, that was epic birthday party. Um, And, you know, uh, my 30th was the uh, cowboy one, my 40th, I do not even remember if I did anything on my 40th birthday at all. Uh, Probably nothing, I think, actually, now that I think about it. But because it, it, it's always just like, man, whatever, I don't, I don't fucking care. But, um, you know, We'll see what happens this year. I'm open to having a, a you know, celebrating. And I'm, I'm past all that shit. I don't give a fuck about, you know, it doesn't matter to me um, how old I am, really, because I'm a, I'm a bad motherfucker and it doesn't seem to uh, affect me in any way. And I don't let it affect me mentally anyway, either. So, um, but there are some people out there who do celebrate birthdays in in a big bad way all the time. You know, we all know those people that it's my birth month, my birthday month, like every fucking weekend is a party for them. And then the day of their actual birthday, oh, you better throw a big party or they're not, you're not going to hear the fucking end of it and all that. So those people are great too. But I have, uh, 
Um, <laughs> well, I, uh, you know, when I worked at Starbucks, okay, so let's uh, let's back up to that. I worked at Starbucks. I I really did uh, as much as I bitched about it and and talked about how bitched about. It. I've also talked about how much I I liked it and loved it. Even and got a lot out of it. Um, in having like a close, you know, uh, staff that we were like a family more than anything else to took care of each other. It was small enough and, you know, and we were in a neighborhood. So all of our regular, I mean, we had, like I would say like 80, maybe 85% of the people that came in daily were regular customers, you know, and you just knew them all and, um, they knew you and it just, you know, you get involved in each other's lives like that. People, you know, man, you want to talk about having a birthday at that Starbucks. If they, if the, if the customers knew it was your birthday, forget about it, dude. You get at least like two people bringing you cakes, somebody giving you a couple gift cards. If you were one of the cute girls, oh, you're done. You're getting it's so many fucking hornball dudes bringing in stupid shit for them. It was, uh, it was insane. Like, <laughs> I mean, I remember specifically at my store. You want it. People requested to work on their birthday. I'd be like, hey, your birthday's coming up, so you want the day off? No, no, no. Uh, give me the day before or after. I want to work on my birthday, so you know, I want to be here. Because fucking the customers just bring you shit, money. Like, they would do that thing where you staple a dollar or pin a dollar or whatever to your shirt. You know, you get a couple seed dollars started, and then people are like, oh, it's your birthday. Let me staple, you know. And you get, dude, some of these girls that I worked with would get like 20 stapled to their their thing they would they would walk out after like a six-hour shift with like 250 birthday dollars they got from customers this shit's wild man it's wild but it's great you know and so like i said you get to know all your customers and family wise and things like that and we had uh some uh, a family uh, uh mother you know mother father and, and daughter uh that were some customers that were ours for years and um like this girl probably like uh, man, she probably was coming in since she was like 12 or so with her parents. And then, you know, you see these kids grow up. And this this particular girl was like, became a superstar athlete. Um, <clears throat> like as far as track and shit went, you know, this is about this is about her, her super sweet 16 that she had. But I mean, she was 16 years old and already being scouted for colleges for track stuff. Like that's how uh, incredibly athletic this young woman was. Um, and Great, great parents. My, they're, I, they were so fun. Uh, you love to see them when they come in, always smiling and stuff. And so one day, the, the, you know, the mom came in and she was like, hey, it's Jonay's 16th. We're doing a 16th birthday. We want to invite some of you guys from the store, da, da, da. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's cool. I mean, that'll be fun. See, you know, and I'm like, 16th birthday. Yeah, that's exactly. I'm like, <laughs> turn around. I'm like, the people, yeah, that's exactly what I need to do. Go show up at a 16 year old birthday and fucking just give me the 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 sign to put in my yard on the way out. You know, just you know, we all register as sex offenders on the way. Out. No, it's like, no, you can't have a bunch of us crazy ass adults at some 16 year old birthday. No, that's not going to happen. But as you know, it started getting closer, and they started telling us more about it and bringing in like the engraved invitations and shit because. This we slowly started to realize that this wasn't like, uh, you know, hey, Jonah's turning sixteen, and sh her and her friends are gonna get together in the backyard and listen to, you know, the music and hippity boppities, and we're gonna, you know, have a, and we're gonna cook hot dogs. No, bro, this was not that at all. This was a super super sweet sixteen, like you see on MTV and stuff. If you're not familiar with that, MTV had a series for a while where you know, it was just all the most ridiculous fucking 16, 
Sweet 16 birthdays for spoiled brats. Um, and, it, you know, for, of course, for the drama of the show, there'd always be the kids blowing up and telling their parents, you you suck because you didn't get me the, the S-Class Mercedes, whatever, like stupid shit like that. And these parties would just be obnoxiously, obscenely uh, just overdone, you know, for a 16-year-old's birthday. So we start hearing, like, this is like, they're, they're kind of telling us, hey, this is what this is going to be. And we're like, oh, shit, okay. F- suddenly, this is sounding like a pretty damn good idea. Um, and we, you know, so it, it's getting closer. And, you know, the day of the party, hey, we're there, baby. And I'm like, what's the dress code? And they're like, well, you know, what, I mean, casual. You, you don't have to dress super nice. I'm like, bitch, I'm fucking putting a suit on and shit. And I did. Uh, went like some of the other uh, people from my, you know, store, a few of us that could go. Uh, they didn't invite everybody, you know, just a few of people and, you know, our dates and stuff. Let me tell you this, dude, you go and it was a hall. This was in a hall, a banquet hall, like where you go for, you know, a, a wedding reception or something like that. And it was pretty much kind of set up like that. You walk in and there's all these pictures of her, Jonah, like all like in the little foyer or whatever, foyer. Uh, throughout the years and, you know, a little flip book and a sign in, everyone sign in. And then you go and the seats, like your tables and shit, just like at a wedding, I have your name, like where you're supposed to sit and all this stuff. And it was fucking, you walk, it's just gorgeous inside. It was amazing. And there's this huge spread of food and there's margarita machines and there's beer machines. There's, there's all this shit and not beer machines, but you know, beer and stuff. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And, uh, you know, we, we sit down and I'm like, well, where the fuck is Joan A? Like, where's the birthday girl? Oh, well, we got to present the birthday girl now. Okay. So it gets going a little bit. People get there. They bring her out a big to do. Da, 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 wonderful gown she's wearing, shoes, the whole fucking bit. All of her friends, you know, because then all the other kids that are there, you know, they're all dressed nice too and, and, and that kind of thing. But she's dressed the nicest. It is her birthday, of course. So she comes out, you know, and we eat and all that shit. And then uh, she goes away and they, they bring her out again in another gown for something else that they're doing, like another presentation of some kind. Uh, so we, we're at another costume change already uh, here. And then they, they do like some speeches. They, they're doing, you know, just like no birthday I've ever fucking been to in my life. And every like all the adults there are like dressed nice like tucks like they are fucking like balling out of control the adults and like i imagine when i think back on it you know it's all a big dick showing contest for the adults anyway you know like oh this is a birthday i'm for my daughter and then like like well i wore my cartier dress or whatever the fuck you know it's all a big dick showing contest all the way around no matter how you slice it i don't care how much you love your kid sorry uh but they loved her a lot because after that presentation um i think there was a toast and a happy birthday song and the cutting of the cake or bringing out the cake. And they, of course, bring Jonay out again and another, yet another gown, shoes, expense, like outfit for that. And I remember this was the weirdest, most bizarre thing that I've seen that I saw there. And some people would be like, what the fuck? You're That's not weird. But the, the, when they, they did this and the birthday cake and everything, they had like Jonay sat in a chair and all of her friends got around her. Like, like, I don't know, like 20 kids, they all like got around her and like struck a pose, like an individual pose. And with their phones out, like they were taking selfies, all of them. And then they took a picture of that. And it was the most bizarre fucking thing. I was like, did they, 
would they practice this? Like, they're all striking different poses. What the hell is this? Like, is this happening in school now? Is this what I'm missing? Is every school, like, fame and they're going down the halls dancing and striking poses as for, like, grand finales and shit? I don't know. That, like, I was, I was, I was talking about that for days afterwards. I was like, this is the most bizarre thing I ever seen. And they all stopped on, like, the same beat and just, like, bah, had their phones out. Like, it was so fucking crazy. Um, but, I drank my fair share. I drank a lot. I also, uh, you know, you know me. I'll, I'll be talking to some of the guests. I'll, I'll find out who who's got the goods, and I uh, end up smoking like two blunts with some dudes out in their van or whatever in the parking lot, and uh, you know, just doing my thing. And it, you know, I left uh, riding high. I was like, man, when's what's the after party there's not no after party that's going to be better than this you know we we got everything free that's you know we're like in the lap of luxury here and shit but uh it was a great i mean a cool party from my perspective now i can only imagine the behind the scenes things of something like that includes so much unnecessary drama um and so much uh stress that it's probably uh an awful awful experience Hopefully it wasn't. Everyone there seemed happy. I didn't see any fights or arguments with anybody. It was a happy time. And, uh, you know, and she was a good kid. It's not like she's one of these kids on that show that was like screaming like, fuck you, mom. Fuck you. You're not my real dad. She's and like I said, she's super smart. She's already getting scouted to go to, you know, fucking colleges when she's 16. She's getting offers and full rides. So she was a good kid. She deserved a good party. Um, So. I don't know. Like I said, I I didn't, you know, I haven't worked at Starbucks in uh, some years now, but I I can only imagine that she went on to great things and, uh, uh, you know, uh, huge successes in her uh, sports career and life and La Bamba. And uh, I I don't know. I'm, I'm, hmm, I'll say this. The Super Sweet 16 party was cool. That was cool to be at. I was glad I'm a part of it. But if that was the Sweet 16, what was the 21-year-old birthday party like? That's what I want to know. And then and then on top of that, what's this chick's wedding going to be like? You're going to have to rent out an island or something for her wedding. It's going to be insane. But you know what? She probably deserves it. You know? So but good for her. But uh, so, you know, that being said, uh, today as I celebrate my birthday, there won't, it won't be anywhere on lines of a super Sweet 16, but... Uh, It'll sure be super sweet for me. Okay, I'm sorry. All right, there you go. That is a a super sweet 16. Damn. Thank you guys for checking it out and listening to another episode. I appreciate you so much. Don't forget to go to johnwayneisdead.com for all your John Wayne desires. Uh, You can go to the show's page. Like I said, check out the dates. I'll be coming to, you know, if I'm coming to your city, let's fucking hang. Let me know. Uh, Dates are being added every week. So, you know, check back. Also, go to the shop page at johnwayneisdead.com. Get some of those signed copies of the Cadillac Man that are still available. Uh, plus, there's other books, records, things in there that you uh, you must have. So go to the shop page when you're at the website. Uh, don't forget to check out Patreon, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. You can hear the awesome Dude for Life boner bonus podcast with Charles Chadwick that we, you know, listened to a segment of earlier. And then plus all the back episodes and everything else. And you really are helping out... Uh, uh, your old Uncle Johnny here who really appreciates it a lot. But I appreciate all support. My books are available anywhere you can get books. So if you get one, 
uh, through any means. I very much appreciate it. And I appreciate you listening to the show and supporting me and uh, spreading the word. Thank you, guys. As always, you can follow me at John Wayne is dead on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And uh, I will TikTok my way into your heart. I don't know. <laughs>